Hi, I'm Sam Fesich from the EduMagic Podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hey, what's up, Burned In Teachers? Welcome to 2020. This is the first episode of the Burned In Teacher Podcast of 2020 and episode 53. You guys, today I'm going to get real with you. I mean, really real with you. Of course, I'm going to be talking about step four of the burned in process, nurture your strengths. But before that, I am going to share with you my own personal struggle with burnout that I am personally in the middle of right now. I'm going to talk to you about how hard it was for me to even hit record a couple seconds ago. All right, so get ready to get real about burnout and to learn about nurturing your strengths in 2020. Let's do this. Welcome to the Burned In Teacher Podcast. I'm Amber Harper, and the educators on this podcast are brave enough to share their stories of burnout with the world. On BIT, we get real, we get honest, and we take action. Action against the burnout with stories from burned out teachers, advice from experts, and actionable steps you can take today to beat the burnout and become a happier, more fulfilled human being. Let's get started. Happy New Year, Burned In Teachers, and welcome to the Burned In Teacher Podcast. If we've not met before, my name's Amber Harper. I am the host of the Burned In Teacher Podcast, and I'm so grateful that you're here. This is episode 53, and this is always and forever going to be one part burnout and all other parts action, inspiration, and support for teachers dealing with burnout. I have been excited about this episode and dreading this episode for over a month. I've been going through a serious season of burnout, and I'm going to tell you all about it. And as I said on the intro, I'm also going to be laying out for you the steps to nurture your strengths um, in this burned-in process. That's what season three of the Burned In Teacher podcast has been about since we started. Uh in September, I covered B, begin where you are. October was you, understand your teacher brand. November was all about reflecting on your challenges. And then I took December off. I'm going to give you more information about that later. Now, this month, January 2020, we're going to continue with Nurture Your Strengths. And it's a good one. It's a simple step in the burned-in process. It doesn't have a lot of steps within Nurture Your Strengths, but it's really important stuff. And honestly, as I have been sitting inside of this season of burnout, it's come in handy. Nurturing my strengths has really been very important for me in this process through my own burnout. <laughs> and what's interesting about this is I am going through burnout and I am not in the classroom full time anymore. And it just goes to show that it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what your profession is. It doesn't matter how long you've been in it. It doesn't matter if it's something you created on your own that you're doing because you're so passionate about. Burnout touches everybody. And I mentioned in an episode of the Bejoyed podcast, I was lucky enough to be interviewed by my friend Amber, 
who started her own podcast um, a couple of months ago called Bejoyed. Check it out. I mentioned in the interview that we're all going through something. We're all fighting our own battles. No matter who we interact with every single day, our friends, our colleagues, our students, our students' parents, our administrators, perfect strangers, every single one of us is fighting our own battles. And she didn't know it. I didn't talk about it on the podcast, but one of the main reasons that I brought it up was because I myself have been fighting my own battle. Now, if you remember back in October, if you were listening in October, or if you are brand new to the podcast, welcome, by the way, I told you that I was taking December off to focus on moving forward. And that that was not a lie. I was not lying to you, my friend, I promise. But part of the reason that I was taking the month of December off was also so I could make some sense out of what I was feeling and to go through the burned-in process myself. And let me start out by saying the last step in the burned-in process is N, never settle. And what I go through in that step is the fact that we shouldn't shy away from hardship, but be prepared for it. And the steps in that part of the process are to go back through the burned-in process. So my friends, I had to start with B. So with that being said, let me walk through this with you. As I realized that I was not feeling, behaving, believing the way that I used to believe, or should I say usually believe, um, at first I didn't talk about it. I didn't talk about it to my husband. I didn't let on to anybody that I was struggling. I did what I usually do and give me a hand in the air and amen if the first thing that you want to do when you start to feel a season of burnout coming on, because I knew what it was. I mean, my goodness, this is what I do, right? (laughs) I decided to sail off to an island of isolation and, uh, you know, I sat there for a month or two on my own. I really did. This season of burnout started as I began where I was because my friends, I am not bullcrapping you right now. I have gone through the burned in process myself. I'm going to go through this here in just a second. It was hard for me to begin where I was because I continued to fight a battle with myself of, you are a burnout coach. You cannot be burned out. What is wrong with you? You created this. How can you possibly be burned out? How could you possibly talk about it? So if you've been hanging around here for any number of months, um, especially starting in September at the beginning of season three, if you've read chapter one of the Burned In Teacher Training ebook, or if you downloaded the free chapter one uh, freebie that I started giving away, by the way, it is at burnedinteacher.com slash begin. You probably are already starting to think about, ooh, what type of burnout is she dealing with? And what stage is she in? Well, I'm going to tell you. I am burned and unbalanced. 
I will 100% admit it. Yes, me who created out the door by four. Yes, me who preaches that we have to set boundaries and we need to respect our time and value our time and budget our time just like money is unbalanced. And as far as the stage that I'm in, I have toggled between one and zero for months until... I would say in the last couple of weeks, I would say I'm at about a two, maybe a three. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to burnedinteacher.com slash begin. You can download a free chapter of the ebook. Um, so chapter, I'm sorry. So stage zero is burned out, completely burned out. And I've already explained this to you. I was isolated, ashamed, stressed, overwhelmed. I wouldn't even say overwhelmed is really my... Is, is where I was. I was more just stuck in this place of isolation and shame. Um, and I would I would toggle between that and stage one where I was keeping to myself. I was having the negative self-talk, obviously, with what I just told you. I was saying to myself. I was blaming myself. I didn't blame anybody else. Um, blaming myself for this and wondering how I got to where I was and where I am right now in my career. So I am really just looking right at the success roadmap that you'll find in chapter one. Now though, since I did admit then finally that I was struggling with burnout, that I was back on this (laughs) in this season, I'm definitely feeling more validated, more curious, definitely being reflective because I have started the process and that's what this whole process is for. I, I'm feeling more proactive, insightful, activated. Um, I'm beginning to make changes. I am taking some risks and I'm definitely doing something new. I have found some mentors. I'm seeking solutions. I'm thinking about what I truly want for myself and my family and for the people that I work with and work for. I am exploring new possibilities, which is next month. That's going to be extending your reach and possibilities. I'm doing that. And I'm... I'm almost feeling like (laughs) that I've maybe created this process because of this exact reason. Before when I've gone through burnout, when I was teaching full-time, I didn't have any resources. All I had was venting. All I had was researching signs and symptoms. And of course, you look at cures for burnout and it says to get more sleep and go for a run and take a bath. And none of that worked. And this is working for me. So if you're out there and you're listening to this and you're thinking, whatever, you created this, of course it works for you. No, I know because I've been there multiple times. So here I am, stage two, stage three. And now I'm starting to think about how I got to this place. How long have I been here? Probably since August, since about the time that Jeff and the girls went back to school. And I really think that it has to do with the fact that I was alone again. Um, I really, I'm an extrovert. I get my energy from other people. One of my top strengths is woo, winning others over. I suck energy from a room in a good way. (laughs) I I absorb it. I, I love being around people. And as much as I love being with Oliver and I joke about him being my partner in crime, it just isn't working anymore to be home with him. And although I do workshops and I work with teachers outside of the home, it's not enough for me. 
And so I know that I've identified that as one of the reasons that I'm here. One of the things that has truly changed in my life that has brought me to this place. And then, you know, thinking about who my people are. In this situation, I'm really thinking about my family. I'm thinking about how my choice to leave a stable, full-time job as a teacher has affected my personal people, and that's my daughters and my husband. And I'm telling you what, I, I took for granted um, some of the perks, many of the perks of being a teacher, the, uh, the guaranteed paycheck, the time off, the, uh, the buzz of a classroom, the buzz of a school, the camaraderie, the friendships. I took all of that for granted. And I'm now in year two of doing this and I'm really missing it. And that's where um, if I'm looking at when this started and why, um, I've already started to go into reflecting on my challenges, why this is challenging me. It's because I realized how good I had it for my personality to be surrounded by people all day. Um, If I look at my core values, empowerment and compassion, um, I have not been feeling like I'm living that truth. I've lost sight of my core values. So bringing empowerment and compassion back, um, going through this book and reading it and thinking about, okay, I'm definitely empowering people, but I can also empower myself. And I'm showing compassion for teachers, but I need to show compassion to myself and and pay attention to how I'm feeling and um, show those feelings respect and show those needs, uh, monetary needs, um, engagement with other people, you know, communication. Um, I've got to pay attention to what lights me up and I've been ignoring those things. So I finally said it out loud and it was to my coach. And yes, I too have a coach. (laughs) And when I told her that I was burned out, you know what she said to me? She said, Amber, I know. (laughs) She goes, of course you're burned out. You are not practicing what you preach. And I thought, wow, it's that obvious. And I feel like the reason that it was so obvious to her was because I communi- I was around her so much. She knows the ins and outs of burned in teacher. We talk business all the time. She could see it on my face. She could see it in my body language. She could hear it in my voice. And it was no surprise to my husband, no surprise to my brother and my sisters, who we talk on Marco Polo all the time, um, that I was seriously struggling. And I thought, my God, I have to go through my own process again. Now, when I created the burned in process, the eight-step process that I'm taking you through right now, or if you have read the book Um, or if you have read blog posts or listened to the episode where I walk you through the eight steps, when I created it, I was not in a state of burnout um, where I am to the magnitude that that I currently am in. And so I'm really being real with you right now when I say that it's been hard because I don't want to go through the process. I want to just quit everything. And 
that's where a lot of us go. When we go through burnout, we just stop. We stop interacting with our friends. We stop trying. We stop wanting to do the thing that we're doing, whether that be teaching or or whatever it is that we're doing. We just want to quit it all because that's the answer, right? Just leave it. If you're burned out, you just quit. I clearly don't want to quit burned in teacher. I don't want to quit being a teacher burnout coach. I don't want to quit working with educators. I don't want to quit this thing that I've built to serve others. But the burned out person wants to. That this season is is asking me to do that. And I'm refusing because I've got a process to go through. So in October, when I finally acknowledged it, when I finally said, I'm burned out, which is coincidentally when I was blogging before the podcast started, I wrote a blog post about this that just says, admit you're burned out. So you can start taking control. And I finally said the words out loud, I am burned out. Is someone who wants to empower others going to be somebody who is so proud that they can't share their own story? Is somebody whose core value is compassion? Is that person going to pretend that they don't know what the people that they're doing the work for are going through? And it was like a light bulb switched. It was like an aha moment of why? Why were you so ashamed when you tell people not to be ashamed? And then if I go back and I look at the stage of burnout that I was in after I had that aha moment, I realized that I had already started to make progress on that success roadmap. I had gone from a one to a two. I was ready to build my ignition. I was already feeling validated. Now I was curious. Now I was ready to be reflective. The next thing is understanding my teacher brand. I needed to understand my brand. And this is where I really struggled because the proud part of me, the human part of me wants to say, you're being silly. You're being ungrateful. You built this thing. You decided that you wanted to leave a job that you loved to serve teachers. And and th- that's a 100% correct. I did. I, I made that decision. Me, myself, and I. So how could you go on the air? How could you get on social media? How could you possibly go against your brand and say you're burned out? You're Your brand is burned in teacher. Well, let me tell you something, friends. The more that I tucked this secret down, pushed it down, ignored it, basked in the sunlight of burnout on my island that I created back in August and September, the more miserable I was. I felt like I did back in 2008. 2009, 2010, where it was everybody else's problem. This was the opposite. This was, this is your problem. You need to deal with this. You know, I've gotten past the point of blaming anybody for anything. I know that I'm 100% responsible for my life. 
But I struggled with whether or not I could talk about this when I am in the position that I am in. And it wasn't until I um, finally started opening up this conversation with some friends of mine, one of them being Kim Strobel, hey girl, (laughs) where I said, you know what, 2020, this is my first episode. I'm talking about this. And here we are. So I have decided that my brand is not going to be one of hashtag Instagram worthy and it's not going to be pretty all the time and it's not going to be high and mighty where I have all of my shit figured out because I don't. Nobody does. And anybody that says that they do is lying and fighting their own battle in isolation. So moving on through understanding your brand or your teacher brand Now I needed to reflect on my challenges. I needed to think to myself, why is this challenging me? Why am I struggling with not being balanced? Am I being challenged by things that I can or cannot control? And my friends, I have to go back. And again, now this is chapter three, reflect on your challenges. So go to burnedinteacher.com slash reflect. And if you want to learn more about your teacher brand, go to burnedinteacher.com slash understand. So I'm here in reflect on your challenges and I'm thinking about can I or can I not control how I'm feeling and why? And the fact is I can. I know that burnout is an effect, not a cause. I know that there are other factors that have caused me to come to this place. And like I mentioned earlier, I know that it's because I'm lonely. I know that it's because I'm not making enough money. I do know that I need to bring more serenity into where I am and know that I cannot change things in my past. I can't change choices that I made. I can't change whether or not I was truly prepared to leave the classroom. What I can do is have the wisdom and the courage to change the things that I can moving forward. And I will share some of those changes that are coming my way um, in a future episode. What I was doing was living in the shoulda, coulda, woulda. Gosh, if I would have just spent one more year in the classroom, maybe I could have made this work where I could have done both. Um, I, I could have done this or... Gosh, if I would have just not done this or if I would have done this thing, I was living there. And you know, it's okay. It's healthy to go to those places sometimes. But it's not okay to park there. It's not okay to live there. And I found myself living in this regret. And what I needed to do was be a seeker of solutions. So that's where I started to think about, okay, where are my biggest strengths? This is where I went back to my strengths finder assessment. I dove deeper into my 16 personalities assessment, which we will talk about in Nurture Your Strengths. And I started to look at what energizes me, not just what my passion is. You know, I just saw a really interesting um, IGTV post from Mel Robbins. If you have not followed her, you need to do it. Um, she's really changing my perspective on what passion is. And instead of looking at passion as this thing that we're seeking and looking and striving for, we need to think about what brings us energy. And so 
thinking about what brings me energy, I already mentioned that. What is it? People. Being face-to-face in a room full of people lights me up. It brings me joy. It brings me energy. And I need to bring that back into my life. So I'm seeking some solutions there. Now, as far as physically sitting inside of my challenges, I'm going to be honest, I did not do that. The reason is, is I've been writing them out. I have written down in a list many times what my challenges are, what I'm struggling with, what I want for myself and my family. Now, personally, if you want to do that, go for it. For me, I am more of a, I'm just going to do what feels right. And that was reaching out to people. So understanding your teacher brand is all about, you know, figuring out also who you're hanging around with the most and making sure that you're around people that can also empower you and help you to move forward rather than live in that space. And I automatically started reaching out to people. I reached out to Kim. I reached out to Matt Miller. I reached out to several people and said, I need your help. I need your opinion on this. Professionally, what do you think about this situation? And they were incredibly supportive. And they gave me some suggestions and they made complete sense to me. They weren't reactive. I didn't quit burned in teacher. (laughs) That would have been reactive. Um, What I did was I took December off. And when I say I took December off, please also know I did not sit and binge watch Shameless, although that would have been really nice. It wouldn't have moved me forward. So as I played this why game, why are you struggling? What are your personal challenges? What are your professional challenges? I came up with some incredible solutions. Um, Solutions that are challenging for me to face but are necessary for me to move forward. Now, if you have heard any podcast at all that I have launched, any episode, so sometimes solutions are simple but they're not easy. However, anything moving you forward, getting you to move into this journey out of burnout, working with how you're feeling and with your strengths and with your challenges and with your solutions is going to move you forward. And that's exactly what I've done. So that takes us now to chapter four. And this is where I really am. I'm in chapter four. I'm in end, nurture your strengths because I'm really thinking about what I'm good at and what brings me joy and what energizes me. And I'm also extending my reach and possibilities, and we will cover that next month in February. Um, But I'm thinking about what my personality type is, and I am an ENFPT. And what that means is I am, on a scale of 100%, I am 91% extroverted. (laughs) I am 73% intuitive, which means... I get that's where I get my direct mental energy. All right. Um, I am 66% feeling. I am 76% prospecting, which means this trait reflects our approach to work, planning, decision making. I'm futuristic. I know that about my top five strengths. That is my number one strength is uh, futuristic. So that does not surprise me. And I am 92%. Are you ready for this? I'm 92% identity. So this trait underpins all others, showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. So when I make a decision, 
I believe in it. I throw myself inside of it. Now, the dangerous part is that I am turbulent. Now, when I think of the word turbulent, I think about my worst fear in the world, which is flying. If you've listened to any episodes before this, you know that my number one fear is flying. <laughs> and turbulence is not a good thing. I can be very turbulent. I feel things so incredibly deep. I, like I said, I gain energy from a room. Whatever that room's energy is, I feel it in my bones. That can be a fantastic thing. It can also be a very dangerous thing. And so paying attention to those things, thinking about how my environment is affecting me uh, made me realize that I really needed to change my day-to-day environment. I cannot, being so extroverted... Work from home 100% of the time. That's not who I am. That's not what brings me joy. The work brings me joy, but not from home all day by myself on these days where I am at home. So with that being said, I have to find something to do where I am now going to be balancing burned in teacher with something else that brings me joy and brings me energy and passion. More on that later as in a later episode. But moving through then, nurturing your strengths, thinking about my my strengths, my literal Clifton Strengths Finder, okay? Futuristic, woo, activator, command, and significance. Those five strengths, and I will talk about those in next week's episode with Josh Wenning, who is a Clifton Strengths Finder coach, is going to work through those with me. <laughs> I'm so excited to share this with you. But really paying attention to what brings me joy, what my strengths are, instead of working against those and saying, well, this is where I am, so this is what I need to settle for. Instead saying, no, I need to respect what it is that lights me up. That has That's what's taken me to this next step. And then, of course, and this is where we're going to stop today, I have begun to extend my reach and my possibilities. I've had conversations with people that I haven't had before. I've extended my realm of possibilities as far as feeling like I can only do burned in teacher. I don't believe that anymore. I believe that I have the ability to extend my reach to people who need help and support outside of burnedinteacher.com and my coaching and my 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 membership and my courses and my book I know that I have possibilities beyond that and before I thought burned in teacher was the end goal and I feel like it's part of it I feel like it's a really important piece of my life that I'm not willing to give up because something is out of balance I love this work. It brings me energy. It brings me joy. But I'm going to pay attention also to the part of me that says, you are capable of something more. And with that being said, if we're going back to extending your reach and possibilities, this is where you are realizing what brings you joy, but it's also about doing things that you know need to be done that bring you joy, that bring you clarity, And that move you forward. And for me, it was seeking therapy. 
it's something that I've always wondered about. It's something I've always been curious about. But thinking about who I'm surrounding myself with and who my mentors are and who can help me to move in a direction that's going to help me to feel more balanced, more harmonious with myself. I knew that I couldn't keep stabbing in the dark and talking to people who knew me on a personal level or on a professional level for that matter, I needed to talk to somebody who was um, neutral. And so I brought a therapist into my life. And it's been eye-opening. It's been confirming. It's been uncomfortable. Um, But if you listen to episode 40, that was where I really started to believe that maybe this is something that I could bring into my life. Whenever I had that conversation with Stephanie DeLessi, she's a huge advocate for Um, supporting your mental health and your anxiety through seeking professional help. And that was where it really opened my eyes and my perspective to say, this is okay. It's okay to not only seek therapy, but let other people know that it's okay as well. So am I currently extending my reach? Absolutely. What am I passionate about outside of my career? I've brought more um, action as far as being active, running, working out, and making sure that that's happening daily. What do I enjoy doing for leisure? I am, (laughs) I can't say that I 100% totally enjoy um, playing board games, but being with my family and just doing things that bring them joy is right now what is bringing me joy. Another thing I did was I reached out to my girlfriends and they don't know this, but it was completely and totally selfish. And I requested that we do a monthly girls night out. And so if you're listening to this, my friends, yes, my intentions were good, but they were also completely because I needed to form that connection again um, with the people that I love and that know me the best. So we now do a monthly girls night. So what impact am I, do I want to make on the world? I want to model being a seeker of solutions for my daughters. I want to live in that truth that you are not a victim of your circumstance, that you have to be a taker of chance and you have to pay attention to your surroundings and that you are 100% in control of your life. You are not in control of what other people do to you. I'm not advocating for ignoring injustice, okay? What I am saying is that you are in charge of your choices and they're not always easy. They are damn hard. Um, But I'm going to continue to bring people in my life that empower me and challenge me and are honest with me and don't allow me to live in this zone of anxiety and unbalance and shame. And that's what I want for you. So, nurturing your strengths, chapter four. I'm going to encourage you again to go to burnedinteacher.com slash nurture, if I haven't already mentioned it. I know I've mentioned all of the other chapter freebies. I'm going to challenge you to check out your personality type, 16personalities.com. You can take a personality assessment. It's totally free. And check out 
your personality. You are more than a personality type, all right? 100%. You are a human being. We all have a different story. We all live a different life. We all have different responsibilities. However, sometimes we need some insight on how we are built and what it is that um, is maybe a good fit for us. And that's a great free assessment you can take. Um, I'm not advertising for them. I don't get paid to mention them. It's just an assessment I take that I, it's an assessment that I took during Google Innovator and I thought it was fantastic. The next thing is um, if you're willing to pay about 15 bucks, if you go to Amazon, search Clifton Strengths Finder, you can purchase the book and then within that book, it will have a code and you can take the Clifton Strengths Finder assessment using that code. That was incredibly insightful. I actually took that assessment because my husband took it for work as a principal. His um, superintendent had him and the other administrators do it. And I thought, heck, I want to know my strengths. So I took it and it was incredible. I've already mentioned those strengths. So I <laughs> actually teared up a little bit because the number one strength was futuristic and that's always what has kind of gotten me in trouble. I, I really struggle with living in the moment and in the present. And um, now I know that that's actually one of my strengths, that I'm a visionary, that I love taking action, activator, um, woo, getting energy from others, being able to walk into a room full of strangers and feel like I'm surrounded by a bunch of friends. <laughs> it's okay. Those, those things are, are what make me me. And I'm going to talk about those next week with Josh. Um, then making sure that you analyze your strengths and your weaknesses. What is it that you can improve on? And I'm not telling you to focus on your weaknesses. Um, I think actually that's what we typically focus on. You know, our lizard brain wants us to look out for weaknesses and dangers. And that's that's okay. But we ha- we really should be paying more attention to our strengths and and how we can bring more of our strengths into our day-to-day journey. Again, going back to what Mel Robbins said about your passion, stop feeling like you're searching for something and think about what truly energizes you, what you're good at naturally. And then also thinking about the people you're surrounding yourself with. You know, you alone cannot nurture your strengths. You have to surround yourself with people who can call those strengths out and build on those um, and who can also help you to, to build up your weaknesses. So like I said, nurturing your strengths chapter step does not have many steps within it. Um, It's more about just taking time to get to know yourself a little bit better, reflecting on those things, thinking about how you can bring more of what makes you you into your day-to-day, enjoying the journey. And as far as extending your reach and possibilities, that's where you think about how you can bring the things that light you up into your life more often and how you can do things that maybe you used to love um, or bring new challenges into your life that will help you to continue to move forward. If nothing else, give you a reason to do something else other than grade and plan and prep Um, give you a reason to leave that classroom, give you a reason to step outside of your day-to-day and live this one life that we have. So I got really vulnerable with you today. I told you I was going to get real. And that's where I'm going to leave it today. Throughout the rest of season three, we will be going through the rest of the burned-in process. Like I mentioned earlier, in February, we'll be covering um, extend your reach and possibilities and ways that we can do that to be true to our strengths and who we truly are and what brings us joy and our core values and all of that. And then in March, we will be covering uh, determine your long-term goals and 
April will be Initiate Lasting Change, and we will end season three with N Never Settle. Here's my call to action to you. Of course, if you've been listening to the podcast for um, any number of months, you know that I love to bring teachers onto the podcast. However, I realize and respect and acknowledge the fact that the shame is sometimes so heavy that you may not want to talk about your entire story. So what I'd like to open up is the opportunity for you to share a question, to share a struggle, or to share your own advice of what has worked for you to get out of burnout. I'm calling it Fireside Chats. And what I have for you is a Google Voice number to call. And what I'm going to encourage you to do, or for you to encourage a friend to do, is to call 260-267-5518 and share a piece of advice or a struggle that you're having or a question, anything that you feel will move you forward or will help others to move forward on their journey out of burnout. Heck, maybe I could use some of what you have to say. Our journeys are not comparable. Our battles are our own. However, hearing other people's questions, other people's perspectives, what has worked for other people is a way for us to become stronger together. Because what this podcast was meant to be was a place where people could share their voice, could support one another, and could eliminate that shame and start opening up the conversation. So Fireside Chats, 260-267-5518. I will air your message on the show. If you decide you want to remain anonymous, that is 100% okay with me. And I will answer your question or share your advice and create a conversation from what you have to bring into the world to shed some light on burnout and the fact that together we can beat it. Burned in teachers, I want to leave you with this quote by Winston Churchill. Things do not get better by being left alone. And this one speaks to my heart because burnout is isolating. Burnout makes you want to be left alone. And the only way that we are going to work through this is to be together, to work through this together. So I leave you with that. And until next week, you just took another step to becoming a burned-in teacher. Thanks so much for listening. Burn on. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of Burned In Teacher podcast episodes and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned In Teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned-in teacher. Burn on.